hey, if you love Roll For It, watch the cast live every week on Twitch as we continue the story. That's twitch.tv slash rollforitpod. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Roll For It, a fast-paced Dungeons & Dragons podcast with random monsters and epic adventure. Each episode, we will be encountering one of 100 monsters that our DM has compiled for us. We never know what we'll face next. Also, we'll be leveling up, meaning our characters will get very powerful very fast. Along the way, our characters will actually be going on a continuous journey that links together the entire campaign. So tune into our show if you're an experienced d &Der, brand new to role-playing games, or if you just like to hear people have fun. Welcome, everybody. We're all back. We're all back together. The OG squad here. I heard something terrible has happened to my body, my beautiful body. Got kind of smashed by a oh. shambling mountain. Oh, shambling, shambling. But it's mountain. okay because I healed you and saved you from death. Oh, I thanks, also Mons. was there and healed yeah. and saved you from death. Thank you. Mons. Yeah, yeah. I, have a lot I was gonna say you dealt like a lot of damage. I did. No, you're with us now. You're not. You came flying out of nowhere. Oh. Yeah, that's really all you guys know about it. Yeah. Okay. Because when you passed into the void, you kind of froze and went unconscious. Yes, that makes sense. There was also a wizard with a cat. There was a wizard. Oh, no. I, I, don't trust, I don't trust him. I mean, you might have trusted him. He was, he was, um, he Do you was remember his name, which I Godric forgot? Godric Pip. Very bumbly. Like, mm. uh, like a Hogwarts professor, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. So basically, this portal was sort of a mix-up portal that somebody made and created this giant monster who just chills there, except that... You lot were able to destroy this monster and then escape back out through the way that mumps came. And then the next time you wake is like a tree has just healed you and you're surrounded by your friends mumps and Havilar and this big magical tree and also this little tiefling girl. That's it. And then like a sand castle, but, but dirt castle more like because there's no sand around. We're in the jungle. Sorry, this is a bit confusing, but... This is the place that we're in. All right. <laughs> I kind of like it. I'm kind of here for it. You guys have all just leveled up. You improved some ability scores, got a bunch more hit points, which is nice. Mm -hmm. We're level eight now. Um, you've just come out of the mouth of this tree portal thing, which can speak to you guys. So let's just start it off with Valette waking up. Valette. <gasps> Goodness. I say gently. <gasps> Havilar, is it you? My face is crowned by the sun in the I back. I had the craziest dream. No, it was a real life nightmare. But oh. you're back now. Mumps was very heroic. Oh. Mumps just kind of blushes and shuffles his feet. I'm so glad I could trust my friends to bring me out the other side unscathed relatively. Relatively. Mm. Relatively. What's the important thing that, is though? what what no, the That's important Sandy. Mm -hmm. Oh, the sandy sand castle? Yes. The sand dirt castle. It's really a dirt, more of a dirt a castle, dirt. don't you think? I think I know who's in there. Malcolm, Mister. I bet he's in there. Because if the tiefling's here, then she's with the, the Malcolm, and then the Malcolm's in the castle. Fim has been kind of curiously watching it all, and she says, uh, actually, he left. Without saying goodbye? He told me to say bye. After he promised on his that behalf. he would watch the tree? Who is... Malcolm Mister? He's an elf. He hides in trees and he shoots arrows at bad people. Okay. 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 All right. All right. Hi, tiefling girl. Hi. <laughs> I don't believe we've met. She just cheerfully waves at you. Thilma, these are my friends that I was talking about, and now they're back and they're alive. Yay! <laughs> Quick question. Um, wh Where are we? This is uh, where Mr. Expert said I could find you, so this is where I came. And here you are. So the tree... Um, pipes up and it's got this big mouth that's every time it opens you can see like this magical blue light inside you are at a gateway between worlds a portal from the Feywild into the middle world your friend Mumps here has rescued me and protected the magic here you're trying to get to the middle world so it seems like we've arrived at an excellent location. Does your mouth go other places? That's a very inappropriate question. Mumps. No, but um, the mouth is the portal. You weren't there. Oh, right. <laughs> Pardon me. 
Well, what must we do to obtain passage? You have already done it. Oh. I and the magic <laughs> here are indebted to you and your friends. So we climb in his mouth? Is that what we do? Do we... Grandmother Willow? Yes. <laughs> I'm wondering if it's the appropriate we don't want to direction or... Be rude. I would take your lead is what I'm yeah. saying. Maybe we'll take Mumps' lead since Mumps has already had We're experience. We're coming back to the theme of consent in this game. <laughs> Just know that passage between worlds is a bold journey. Should be taken for bold reasons. Love or hope or fear even. The wizard who previously tried to take this passage was full of hate. But you don't seem to be. No hate here. Yes, just love over here for my darling Averin Baron Star. Was Durbin back all the way at Durbin's at the end. And Mom's ain't going nowhere without Durbin. Oh, Mom's. We're not going into another world without Durbin because he's going to be cold and alone. At that inn that we only paid one night for. Chop, chop, go get him. We'll oh, wait, wait, we didn't here. pay. We got him for free. Oh. Never mind. But still. Uh, Mom's can, can make it back day. pretty quick. Maybe Fema will head out with you because she's got to go back to town anyways. And my body's still on the mend. Yeah, you maybe yeah. can rest a little bit longer. Rest one night. Mm-hmm. A long rest. I wanted to remind you guys about the staff that you recovered mm. from the guy. Oh, we got okay. to keep it? Yeah. Yeah, there was this magic staff that actually opened the portal. It belonged to that evil wizard way back. And when you guys examined this staff, you figured out its magic properties. Mm -hmm. There's a couple of spells you can cast right out of it. Giant insect. And the other thing, it can basically summons a swarm of locusts, which will block off an area and slash anything that kind of goes through it. Yeah, which of you would like to hold that? Oh, really? Why? Why me? Because you weren't carrying anything, (laughs) so we gave it to you. Mr. Tree. Yes. Mr. Tree was my father. (laughs) Um, When we find the castle, how do we bring it back? This is beyond my knowledge. Why is Tree over here? God, I can't even tell me how to get the castle back. I am merely a gatekeeper for this ancient magic. I know only what I need. I suppose that we'll just have to hang out with this gate until Mumps and Durbin return. A gate. This, this tree I prefer gate. Mr. Tree. <laughs> um, this gate. I'm right here. <laughs> We're so rude. We're so rude We're to so everyone rude we encounter. In about the middle of the night, while you guys are kind of waiting around, is there anything that you'd like to discuss in Mumps' absence before he returns? Do you think Mumps is still mad at us about all the things that we did to him? Mm. Yeah. Mm. You're saying... But you're you're mm-hmm. nodding, yes. I think that he's getting over it. You know what we should really do when he gets back? Mm. We should really do a lot of positive reinforcement. Yes, I think so. Yeah, just really... Sometimes he cries anyway. He does cry. He throws but... up a lot. <laughs> I'm worried he might have a condition. Mm, I think it's just an anxiety thing. We should also find him a, maybe a, a sexual partner. That might... <laughs> Ease some of the tension? <laughs> yes, yes. Mumps is back. Oh, oh, say, Kyle had a lot to say about that. <laughs> look who, oh, Mumps, you're looking so ma- masculine. Um, on that Durban. Thank you. You know, yes. I will say that you know when we visited those children back, they reminded me of halflings. Me too, but but they were children. They were so children. Was... Mumps is the. Tr- you're not like a child at all, Mumps. That was my family. I'd like to say again that they're halflings and that. Ev- all of them are adults. Mm, mm, yes, adults. <laughs> Actually, I, if any of them are children, I'm the child. I mean, mm. I'm only 16, so I mean... You're 16? Oh. <laughs> I thought, I thought yeah. I No, I mean, I didn't tell you guys before because I, I wanted you guys to think, you know, that I, c- I could go adventuring too and then, you know, I was cool like you, but um, we've been through so much together. I think, like, now, you know, we're invested in this and we trust each other. And we're having a great time, mm. and it doesn't matter that I'm underage. Nope. <laughs> um, I think that perhaps, yes. yes let's, let's just let's give him a nice toy on the, <laughs> on the rye. Perhaps Sorry. we'll just let Mumps be. Yes. Uh, shall we go into the mouth? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys head through this tall portal in this gigantic tree. It feels as if you're kind of passing through like a very light blanket or like a sheet and then you feel a sort of a new briskness in the air on the other side 
certainly feels different all of a sudden mm -hmm. stepping out of the Feywild into the material plane. And when you're looking around and all three of you in Durban are here, you're in the middle of a forest, which looks a lot different than the forest you were in before. This one has just like trees and plants and stuff. Not magical like the Feywild, but you don't see really where you just came from. You're just here in the middle of a forest. Wait, how does the forest look weird? Because it looks normal. Because it looks oh, normal. Oh, okay. It's not yeah. like Alice in Wonderland. It looks like yeah. an earth forest. What is this strange place? I hate it. It's dark. I don't like it. It's not long after you guys are gathering your surroundings that Violet, your mirror, mm. starts kind of just vibrating. Oh. You feel it from somewhere in your pack and you're not sure what it is. When you look in, you see that your the mirror has sort of a glow, a pale glow coming from it. Oh, have I always known you've had this mirror? Yes, yes, you've always known. Oh yeah, oh the mirror. Yes, my mother's mirror. That was it's old. it's it's shaking and vibrating Quick, and get glowing. Mean you have a new voicemail? I don't know. I I get out the mirror and I, I look at it. There's a moment where you're just looking at yourself, and that image sort of fades and changes into a, a different elf woman. <gasps> Uh, and you're actually looking at your mother's face. And uh, she sees you, and her face kind of lights up. And she's like, oh, Violet. Mummy? We thought we'd Mommy, lost you, you forever. Mumps interrupts I this tender moment to go, Hi, Mrs. Queen. Oh, wow, this is a great honor. I'm Mumps. It's nice to Mumps. meet you. And I yeah. just shove you out of she the way a little bit. She doesn't seem to notice that outburst. She's she's looking at Veilette and she says, "Are you safe? Mommy, where are you? We we we're, we're in the 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 middle world. Where where are you? We are here as well. <gasps> where? We'll come to you right away. Uh, mostly everybody is fine. Is a there in there? Won't you come and join us? Can you reach us? Yes, yes. Well, where are you located? We're we're in a forest. Wait, wait, wait. Why? Jo join you. We have to bring. Shh, I will guide you, Valet. Oh yes, L let me know where. But we don't know where. Try to we get are. to. And she is just talking over Havilar. Also, that's why I'm doing it to you. I don't. I'm not like. <laughs> I'm not ignoring <laughs> Amy. My character is ignoring. We're not Havilar. royalty, <laughs> so she doesn't dick. acknowledge us. God, the cold. Hug. But she says she's not kind to the help. Try, mm. to, try to get to safety. I will see if I can find you and give you better instruction. Oh, okay, all right. Wait, can safety? I... We're not in your safety? What is she saying? Can I contact can you, you through the mirror? The mirror? Lower? I will contact you again as soon as I can. No, Mommy. Lady, no. Lady Valenaire. Violet. No, Mommy, don't leave me. You will be fine, I'm I sure. I killed a rat. <laughs> Violet. I'm ecstatic to be able to see you again. Excuse and that me. you are alive. Lady, Lady Valenaire, if you would... Goodbye, Violet. No, Mommy. Wait. Mommy. We'll speak soon. Okay, all right, bye. <laughs> She kind of blinks out. Mumps hands Violet a rag to dry her eyes with and blow her nose with because she has no clothing to do so. Oh, yes, I'm nude. I forgot. Didn't we cover you with something? <laughs> I think I'm wearing some, like, children's clothes or something. Yes. Oh, right. Halfling clothes. But I'll still, I'll still blow my nose on your rags, though. <laughs> well, let's get to somewhere safe so Mummy can find us. That seemed a bit odd, didn't it? No, I think it seemed perfectly normal. Violet starts walking. Violet, where are you going? We don't I'm have a plan. Which, well, we never have a which plan. Which direction would you guys straight like to Straight ahead. Go? <laughs> well, we don't know where we're going. Straight ahead's a pretty good place to start. Can I, like, scan the immediate vicinity for any kind of danger? So uh, there's nothing that calls out to you as dangerous around here. You do hear some unfamiliar animal noises. Nonetheless, I ready my weapon. Yeah, and you also kind of see... There's definitely a direction where the woods are growing thinner instead of thicker. Let's go in that direction. Civilization probably is close by. I surprisingly agree with you at the moment. Surprisingly? Well, I just think you're being a bit, uh... Perfect? <laughs> well, yes, but... Yeah. Uh, great, great, let's go. Little, we, we're not thinking things through very much, but, um... <laughs> we'll just go this direction anyway, because I say so. Have a lot. We need to continue to build mums up. So maybe some compliments. Mumps, mm. you're, you're looking very handsome back there. Um, thank you. But it's important to remember that looks don't mean everything. Unless you want them to, then in which case you're doing great. Um, okay. Also, you smell nice. That's probably I think it. that's Durban. I think somebody at the end gave him a bath. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's the mule that smells nice. Well. All right, so you guys travel through the through the woods. And uh, before long, you do reach kind of a clearing. 
and here there's this lake with uh, reflections of the moonlight in it. And just glancing around at all the surroundings, there's tall grasses and wide, plainy, hilly landscape. But to Havilar, this does look kind of familiar to you. You feel like you were somewhere like this in the distant past. This place, a feeling I haven't sensed since... Hmm. I was trying to do Star Wars, anyone? I liked it. I was, like, (laughs) riveted by (laughs) Not too far in the distance, there is a road. Let's let's get on the road. Maybe we can meet some people, and they can point us in the direction of safety, I guess. That does seem the best course of action. Okay. You guys travel for a a couple hours when you see a sign up ahead. What does it say? (laughs) The sign says... Is it in common? It is in common. How common? (laughs) Don't judge the people's language. So the sign points uh, in two directions. One sign points to Tribor with a number next to it saying 20. The other sign points to Amphail with a number next to it that says 647. Steps to the location, Mm, perhaps? Miles or whatever equivalent. Yes, how many steps? Kilometers or whatever this, you know, unit of measurement is. Um, Havilard, when you see the word tribor written you actually recall it in some way i may have been here or i may have gone to tribor when i was a young dragon did you like it i look at you very seriously and i say no oh then maybe we shouldn't go there if you don't like it what's in it you like about it let's on to tribor you guys (laughs) travel on and uh, it's only a few hours from now that you start to see that it's like a small city in the distance. In a valley, which is not too far, you actually see the ocean side to the left, but uh, you see the city up ahead. It's got sort of a wooden wall that makes its way up across the whole road. And as you guys get closer, you sort of hear the noise of the city. Closer still, you hear screams and yells. Not panicky, necessarily, like a sports event or something. Oh, this sounds bad. I think we should turn around and go to Anfail. No, no, this sounds like excitement. We're too close to turn back now. I don't think so. Did You're never too close to, to you turn here? back. Have a lot that you want to talk about before. I just don't say anything, and I keep walking oh, forward. Oh, no, that's not a good sign, but she's yeah. walking toward the city. If she's not speaking her mind. Something's really wrong. You know what we need to do, Mom? We really need to build up her confidence with compliments. Oh, okay. Really positive reinforcement. Avalar, your tail's oh, looking really look big at, today. Yeah, wow, what a gigantic tail you have. <laughs> I just ignore you both. <laughs> I keep walking. You guys pass through the city gates. There are people kind of rushing through town, and you can tell the source of the noise is sort of this large structure the center of town um, which is like another walled in structure within this walled in city and you can hear chanting um can we can we stop, we should talk, stop and talk to somebody and find out what's going on what language are they chanting they're chanting what sounds like a name it's what's the name jushna 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 let's let's talk to somebody let's yes maybe an inn away from the stadium i think i saw one uh that way Mm, that way. I could go for a beverage. Mm, they probably have beverages mm. at the inn. Lemonade. Oh, this person. <laughs> I love lemonade. <laughs> he has like a, a barrel in front of him and a barrel behind him. Hey, and mister, what's with all the A sack of lemons chanting? on either side. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, uh, it's, it's the arena. It's a good one today. They're supposed to finally see if Joshna gets his freedom. Ooh, uh, is he a prisoner? Oh, he's a fighter. Warrior slave. <gasps> slave? Oh. One of the best in the business, too. Yeah. Mm. Dragonborn. Bronze. I don't think he's going to make it. Oh, God. You guys should hurry over there and catch it before it all ends. I'm heading that way now. Oh, can we hang out with you in your beverages? I don't think that this man needs to be bothered with us. Just we, we have some Two copper to... for lemonade. How about yes, a hug? Yes. How about five copper to leave? Oh, no, I... Well... Turn out without your two lemonades, I hope. Of course not. <laughs> one for the lady and one for the halfling. It's okay, Havilar. We can share. Well, let's head over to Jushner's fight or whatever. Oh, his... no, no. We're going to the inn. But but the fight's about to start. The burly man said so. And Do oh. you think an arena is a safe place for a princess? Oh, well, no one will know I'm a princess because I'm wearing these hideous child's rags. My mother you made you those clothes. <laughs> Somebody kind of shouts down the street, Jushner survived round two. 
They're gonna bring in the third in 15 minutes. All right, let's go to the inn then. And then we can go see him in round three, maybe. I love the blood sports, you know. (laughs) Do you? Yes. I don't remember ever taking you to the blood sports. That sounds inappropriate to say to someone who was raised in a blood sport. I used to to sneak out, Havilar. You didn't know. No, I'm just saying, you know, if you have PTSD, she shouldn't be talking to you about that like that. And I give you a glare. Why is mom's always judging me? I feel like I try so hard to be nice yes, to him. Yes, Mumps, apologize to the princess. I'm not going to apologize for trying to make her more grounded and aware of your situation. I will never be more grounded. Mumps. I, mar- I march right. away to, to the, the inn. inn. I follow you. All right, what do you guys seek out at the inn here? More lemonade. <laughs> I've never had lemonade before. Oh, it's sorry, dear, or a fresh out of lemonade. Oh, All of it lemonade. at the event. Oh, I knew we should have gone to the event. Innkeeper, innkeeper, we're looking for a castle. A castle that's not supposed to be here. You have to be specific, dear. It would be a castle that looks like it belongs somewhere else, in the Feywild. Any new landmarks pop up that people have been like, wow, that went up quick. What is the Feywild? Oh my god. I think you should just focus on the landmark question. Uh, no, no landmarks have any, popped up overnight. Any strangers that have Strange come through town creatures. that you never saw before, mm. and you ask them where they're from, and they're really evasive about the question? Well, there's plenty of strangers through here on account of the account of the games this season, but... All right, if you can't answer that, we've been trying to get somewhere very safe. Are there any places in the city that are very safe to go? Oh, it's all safe. There's, oh, good. Okay, yeah, you great. could have a room here if you'd like. Do you have accommodations for mules? Yes. How about baths? Do you give them baths here? Well, the well's all drained on account of the lemonade being <sighs> down at the arena. But uh, we could see what we could do. <laughs> There's no water then, is what you're saying? Oh, but we have ale. Would you say the arena is safe if we wanted to go down and catch oh, the third? everything but the inside of it, if you know what I'm saying, Oh, right? I do, I do. Unsafe. Okay, fine. Have you seen a woman who looks a lot like me, but a little older? I can't say that I have. You are incredibly are there travel? Uh, do you know of any travelers? Uh, she just kind of looks like... It's a she. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was picturing a man. What do you mean it's a she? Oh, oh sorry. She doesn't mean anything oh. by that, do you, Vela? Not, not at all. You're very beautiful. She says, would you, any of you like a drink? Yes. Okay. I ordered two. I drank the first one just in one gulp. Well, we're not getting any answers here. I feel like maybe we should. You know, I feel like we're always asking people at ends who knows what. I think we'll we need try. to go to the heart of the situation. Let's just go right over to that arena. So, <laughs> Hava, while you're kind of making your way through your second ale, you overhear, yeah, that Jushna, that's uh, one of Brog's boys. I like stop mid-sentence. What, what's wrong, Havilar? Why did you smash that cup? Veilet. What? There are some questions that need not be asked. But I want to know. And then I put my cup down and I turn around and I leave the inn and go outside. <gasps> I chase after you. To the arena. <gasps> Jushna, Jushna, Jushna. You guys are uh, following Havilar. She's just kind of plowing right through the crowd because she's about a foot and a half taller than everybody else. So you guys reach the arena. You step inside and you see there's a small gladiator pit in the center. Three doors kind of leading up into it with portcullises, above which is a stand where the bleachers begin. And it's not like a magnificent structure, but it's it's packed full with a chanting mob of people. You see Jushna with a spear and a shield and three giant rats are attacking him and he bashes through one and stabs another and kicks one out of the air and then stabs its spear down into it and the crowd goes wild but uh, you see as he like pulls the spear out he's got a big gash on one of his legs and uh, he's just kind of looking around with this panic. Hava, you recognize him as like a young dragonborn, probably teens. Mm-hmm. All right, we have one more round for Jushna. Will he survive? Place your bet now. I think we should bet on Jushna. He looks strong. Is there, did Jushna leave? No, he's like, still he's in still the just middle. In, he just hangs out there. He doesn't go to like. He like kind of collapses onto his butt and is like sitting trying to regain his. He looks really concerned about him. He's tying like a piece of garment around a wound on his arm and, and tightening it with his uh, with his teeth. He looks like he's like going to fall apart. I was going to say he is a bleeding slave in a dungeon pit thing. So yeah, I, he's not in a good situation. Let's free him. 
Yeah. I mean, are you? Uh, maybe we should do that. Are you emotionally upset by this, Havala? I'm I feel not like... moved at all by anything. But I feel like there's something else bothering you, and you're not being forthright with. I think now is the time to strike if we're going to strike. Okay. There's a a ring of a gong. Dong. And uh, a hush falls over the crowd, like an excited hush, whispers and everything. And they say, um, now Jushna can decide which creature to slay next. So uh, Jushna stands and they say, choose a door. And there's uh, the three portcullises entering this arena. And Jushna kind of glances at each of them and he drops his spear and like raises his hand up and says, please. Can we postpone this fight? Oh no, Jushna. Yeah, and they start to boo him, and the announcer comes on and is like, Fear not, loyal fans. The fight will happen now. No, he needs a break. Choose your door, Jushna, or all three <gasps> will be your doom. Jushna still hasn't picked a door. He's just shaking his head. Mm. How far are we from Jushna in terms of feet? It's a circular arena, like a perfect circle. Okay. So you're probably about 120 feet from him. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So the the drop down is probably about 12 feet from mm-hmm. from like where the first row of the bleachers is. I think we shouldn't let him die. That's I don't know how to get down there. Maybe probably. we don't have to get down there. I we mean, we have him. two wizards right in the crowd. It's true. If we just start casting, you know, things under our breath, who's going to know it was us, right? So guarding each of the portcullises are two human guards who don't look like anything really special but they're they're pretty well armored i mean can't we just like like break him out of here yes but he's gonna die now well no i mean right now we break him out of here how cause a distraction what kind i just i guess i'm trying to decide you know like what what benefit would it be to us to like help him the benefit of doing something good but we've been doing something good this entire time because we're not any closer to finding <laughs> mumps Upon hearing Violet saying, cause a distraction. <laughs> Not realizing that it was meant for Havilar, decides to pull out his loot and run into the pit. Yay! But you're too small. You'll die of the fall. The 12-foot fall. You take three bludgeoning damage. You don't land perfectly. Mumps! The crowd actually use, changes from booing to be like, <laughs> they don't know what's going on. And the guards are kind of, they get their weapons ready and are looking at you, but... And I'm addressing the crowd, and I say, Thank you! Thank you so much! Thank you all for showing out today! I got a good new song for you guys! And this one's called, Jushna better pick the first door if he knows what's good for him! All right, here we go! Jushna, picking that door, you're gonna pick the first door, it's a really good door! Make a performance check for me. Okay, another 11. Uh, people sort of had to quiet down to hear you like yelling up, but then you started and they were like, lyrically, <laughs> this isn't great. Jushna looks at you kind of confused. I but wink at Jushna. He looks up at the MCs, I guess, holding his spear kind of in like a shaking arm and points it at the first door. To that, the announcer goes, it looks like he has selected his fate. Now let's see if he and this strange intruder can defend themselves from the monsters within. Oh, I'm in it too. Is that is that how it works? I'm here too. Is that is that what's happening? Is we're, are we a tag team? Is what what's going on? Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. You're now in the fight. Great work. You're in it now. And the crowd goes wild. Woo! 
I take Tushina's arm and hold it up in that way that says, we're in this together. We're doing a great job. Can you even reach his arm? And he says, why are you helping me, child? Under my breath, I'm going to go, hey, just play along, man. Don't worry, I got you. I'm shaking my head at Mumps from the front row of the stands. All right. Uh, door number one, the portcullis kind of opens. And from inside, you just see eight glowing eyes approaching from the darkness. Into the light is this creature. It looks like this. Ah. It is a spider, for those of you at home following along. It's a spider with a dagger. It's crawling forward, and it's brandishing a dagger in one hand. Behind it, you see another creature similar who is walking like on the under the ceiling of the no. same thing. <laughs> and this one's got a dagger in his mouth as he crawls out to the side and to the wall and looks at the two of you. And one of them is just sort of walking on the sand. Uh, behind them come these more humanoid-looking creatures. Oh. Yeah, kind of with this Ew. dark fur and also have these four eyes and mandibles coming out of their mouths, but they look mostly human, except they've got an extra set of arms, and they too have these poorly fashioned daggers that look like they're made maybe out of bone or just jagged found metal, and they just start sprinting at you. How many? Two spiders and four of these humanoid-looking ones, which are about the size and frame of a human. I'm going to have you roll initiative. All right, so at this point, the scary-looking creatures are actually between uh, Mumps and Jushna and the two of you who are still on the outside of the arena looking in. So what did you guys roll for initiative? 18. 17. 7. So, Havilar, if you want to do anything first, you are first. So can I throw two javelins at two of these small creatures? Okay. Chittens? What do we want to call those? What do you think? Sounds like a British word for children. C-H-I-T-I-N-E. Chitten? Kitten? 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 The kittens. (laughs) All right. It's going to get us in trouble if we keep talking about murdering kittens. Childrith. Childrith. Childrish. Childrith. Childrith? Childrith. Childrith. Kitten. Yes. Kitten. Chitten and Childrith. Okay. (laughs) All right. So inside the arena, you see these creatures coming to join the fight, and you hurl two javelins at them. All right. Make your attack rolls. Well, it's a one. Um, One's not good. I mean, I'm a little, I'm a little shook up. It, you instead know? of flying like a spear, it kind of just twirls <laughs> around and lands at the foot of one of these creatures, and it picks it up and brandishes it and oh. <laughs> uses it as a weapon as it approaches. That didn't go exactly the way I... But I have another one, so... So that is 18. Okay, so the javelin kind of uh, just just zooms past and slashes into his side. uh, It turns and looks at you. Around you, Hava, in the stands, people will look over at you confused. Some of them are yelling at you angry things. I give them a glare. Uh, Do you want to move at all? No. Okay, you stay put. And then it is Mumps' turn. Is Jushna bloodied or is he just hurt? His blood is dripping into the sand. He's pretty I mean, I can ask up. him, right? I can be like, hey, buddy, how you doing? But you ask him, and he's, like, glancing around and seeing, like, the javelin from the Dragonborn in the stand, and he's looking at all this stuff, and he's like, we will have victory today. Let me be more specific. Do you need to be healed, or are you okay? I wouldn't mind. Then you're in for a treat today, Jushna. I'm going to use Cure Wounds on Jushna. All right. As a level two spell slot. Okay. Oh, that's a 16. He gained 16 health points. Nice. All right. He looks a lot better. So you you touch the wound on his leg there, and it seals it up. He was, like, tilted over, almost about to fall down. But then when when you do that, he raises his spear hand and cries out. A victory charge kind of a thing. And then the big scary spiders crawl towards you. It reaches about 50 feet from you, Mumps, the largest one that came out first. So it uh, points its butt at you. What is that called? Spider butt? Thorax? I don't know. Thorax sounds right. It points its webby bits at you, and it, it shoots a web bits? at you. Shoots webs at me, I'm guessing, dexterity saving throw? I'm going it to hit? hit your armor class. Damn. So, and you're struck by this massive web, and it just sticks your arms to your side, and it sticks your legs to the floor, Damn. and you are restrained. Oh. Uh, the other one is going to actually climb up the wall further and glance over and see you having just thrown the javelin and also like seeing the people around you kind of pointing you out. It waves its hand in the air and uh, casts a spell and you see 
a spectral dagger actually form right next to you, like like just just about five feet from your face, and then swing at you. Danger sense. You can say that every time, but it's not gonna <laughs> work every time. But nevertheless, you duck out of the way, and it just uh, whiffs past your head. Does it hit somebody else in the crowd? No, it does oh, not. I also want the crowd to get murdered. So it, it crawls its way, and it's now on top of the wall, actually. And there's, like, guards who are, like, backing away from it, and the crowd is kind of backing away from it. Take your best shot, you eight-legged freak! All right. Next up is Jushna! 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 He charges forward. He has his spear out. So I guess he's going to charge as fast as he can and stab it once. When he goes to stab it, the thing uses one of its legs and kind of bats his spear away. But he turns around quickly and raises a shield and is prepared for a retaliation. So Jushina is next to the big spider. Okay. I am going to attack the same little guy that Havilar attacked. Um, I'm going to do a firebolt. 19. So roll your damage. Uh, six plus seven, 13. It's sort of facing you and Hava, and you hit it right in the face. Mm-hmm. Most of its eyes kind of burn off. Gross. Sort of keeps making its way towards you, but it's definitely close to dying. Mm-hmm. So you kind of get a shove from behind as you like interrupt this fight from somebody angry in the crowd. Can I just like charm them and be like, listen, it's all right. It's okay. You just sit down. This is all part of the show. <laughs> yeah, make up her okay. uh, deception. I have a plus six to deception. <laughs> Uh, well, that's okay. It's a 12. My glare. <laughs> <laughs> You're not sure if they bought it. Okay. Ugh. I'm not sure if they bought that. <laughs> I agree. You say that too loudly. <laughs> yeah. Havilar, you're going to get... People are going to work together and try and shove you over the wall. People? People? One of them just falls down, like, between your legs. Idiot. And the other just, like, gives you a tiny shove and you just, like, shrug him off. You, you... Can I shrug him pretty hard? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. You shove him away, and he falls over on his side as well and gets back up. By now, actually, there's more panic in the crowd as the spider is on the top of the wall. He doesn't seem to be targeting any of these civilians, strangely, but little guys. All right. Ooh, snap. Remember how last time Jake said that it was too easy, and now there are six bad guys? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, wow. All right, so you're watching as uh, Jushni becomes under attack basically by six spider arms from two different creatures. One of them's wielding a uh, javelin, actually, that it picked up. Sorry about that. So <laughs> the javelin actually gets a critical hit. Javelin? <laughs> oh, no. Thank God we didn't get attached. He takes 11 damage. Uh, javelin kind of actually gets pierced right through the same leg you just healed, Mumps. <laughs> That's what I was afraid of. But he stops a dagger from the same guy from getting through. He cries out in pain as his leg hurts him, but he swings around and uh, knocks the other dagger out of the guy's hand. Other creature attacks as well. Holy crap. Uh, there's another crit. He takes a dagger right in like the upper part of his shoulder on his shield hand, and he lowers that enough that he takes another hit for six damage. A massacre. Yeah. All right. He's very, very hurt now at this point. So he kind of like falls to one knee. We're back at Havilar. So I go into a rage. All right. (laughs) Well, seeing the critical hits and that it was my javelin, I feel especially uh, guilty. Enemies behind, enemies in front. Might as well barrel forward. Big spider right here seems to be... I'd like to slice at its eyes. Well, you, you'll have to run towards it a little okay. bit. Okay. So I take out my great sword, cool. and I just slice right directly in the middle of all of its eyeballs. I'm going to do a reckless attack. Okey-doke. Make your attack roll with advantage. Wait. 14. Uh, 14's not quite enough. <laughs> oh, come on! It, uh, it <sighs> catches... In one of its weird hands, it catches your uh, your attack. Well, I do get a second swing. Do it. So. <laughs> you swing and you're crying out furiously and you just miss it. Kind of swings itself to the side onto the wall and then swings itself back up. It's it for Question. Hava's turn, I think. What's I up? can cast the spiritual shield at any point now, right? Because it's a reaction. Yeah, as a reaction. Well, Mumps is up. And I'm webbed. Yeah, and you just, you just healed up this guy and he charged off into battle. Then you see him just get almost slaughtered so can i cast spells from a webbed state it depends on the spell i think cloud of daggers i'm gonna have you make a saving throw to see if you would be able to cast that natural 20 (laughs) 
with that, I guess, uh, yeah, you see what's going on, even though you're kind of covered in this webbing, and you... Like Superman bursting out of chains. If you can picture that image <laughs> of arms just, by just side, miniature. legs up there, and then all of a sudden, some swelling of muscles and instant shattering of web. Yep, that's what happens. And you pull out your loot in the same motion and cast this spell. All right, so a cloud of daggers appears. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna try and help Jushin out here, because Jushin is feeling the pain a cloud of daggers appears and starts kind of slicing between the large spider and one of its little scary people okay 16 damage he's he's cut up by all these daggers and he looks towards you it takes a dagger in its hand and sort of runs it underneath its mandibles coating it in this liquid and throws the dagger at you Bring it, bitch. Sorry, I'm getting really mad at the spider because it's hurting Chushna, my new friend. 18 to hit you. Damn. Is this when I could react and cast a shield? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I cast the spiritual shield for 2d6 to protect. It's six total. All right, so you, out of the corner of your eye, you see this dagger strike mumps like in the abdomen and you call upon the ancestors from like out of your heart. They rush to him and one of them sort of hits the dagger in a way that makes it fly a little different and it slashes into your side instead of stabbing right into you. Yay. So you're only taking a total of nine damage. Only Some nine. of that's piercing and some of that is poison damage. And then the spider is going to back away out of this cloud. Giving Jushna an opportunity attack? Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right, so as he backs away, Jushna strikes forward with his spear, but it's too quick. It ducks out of the way of that. How did he make it to this round? He's not very good. The other one is going to slash at you with a dagger. Big spider. Yep, it's dripping with poison. In your fury, you knock into its hand with the hilt of your weapon, and the dagger just flies up in the air and falls on the ground kind of between you and Valet. You glance behind you and you see that spiritual dagger also try and swing at you from behind. This one is going to hit you with uh, nine force damage. Is your cut like in the back of your shoulder? Okay, Jushna is going to disengage. So he raises his shield up and bashes one in the head and swipes away from the arms of another and runs back and says, Child, do you have more healing magic? Yeah, you're gonna just give me a second, Jushnet. Don't be so needy. And that puts it at Vaylet's turn. I am going to use my thorn whip and whip this spider. The one attacking Havilar? Yeah. Okay. That's a hit. It just like appears, and then she's like, Whoosh. yeah, it's very sexy. Over Havilar's head and kind of slashes above, just like Sailor Venus. It looks like Mary Kate is making a pizza above her and throwing it like a basketball with the with the. All right. Do you want to move or stay yeah, where Yeah, I think I want to move and grab the dagger. Okay. The poison you, dagger. You do so. You Great. step forward and pick it up. Come here. And then it is the little guy's turn. Don't forget that one little guy is going to take 16 damage. So one of them, yeah, is, is cut up good, and one of his arms actually just flies off nice. and continues to be chopped up in that cloud of daggers. But he actually just runs towards the two of you, and he's going to... With two of his functional arms, throw two daggers at you, Mumps. Bring it. So you take four piercing damage. Okay. The other one also is going to run in your direction, and it's going to attack Jushna. Jushna raises a shield, and it misses. Then it ducks underneath it and stabs him in the belly. So many arms. There's two over here. So they're going to scale that wall. They climb up it with their limbs like it's nothing. One of them is going to kind of slash at Havilar. It's going to come up right next to you where, like, your legs are and critically hit you. Stupid. So dumb. Okay, so you just take seven damage piercing from that critical hit. You're stabbed right in the side of the knee there. Oh, baby. The other one climbs up and hops over the guardrail and attacks Vaylat. No! With one dagger hitting... One dagger missing, Vailet ducks underneath. Thank God. In kind of a panic, you also hold up your staff and prevent another limb from coming at you from a different direction. Okay. But you realize after that that you have been stabbed once oh. in the side for oh. five damage. Vailet. Oh, it's all right. Back to Havilar. So these guys have climbed up, right? One's attacking me and one's attacking Vailet. Okay. And the big like guy the is still big there. Guy. The big yeah, guy's still just... attacking you. On the, he's on the other side of Havilar okay. as you are. I want to, with my great sword, swipe at the neck of this ugly guy here. Okay. For starters. Is that the one that's already been hit a bunch of times? 
Yeah. Okay. 20? You decapitate him. He's close Sweet. enough to death. Cool. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> His head flies up in the air and drops down into the arena. For the spider, I want to use my cold breath and cover his eyes in ice. Gross. Okay. I love it. So it's going to try and make a dexterity saving throw, which it fails. Yes. So you breathe over his eyes. You see one of them kind of just like crack in the middle from the, from the cold damage. Spirits also come from your yes, weapon I did hit. and start circling around the creature, distracting it from mm-hmm. anything besides you. Can I jump on top of it? I want to jump on top of it. All right, make an <laughs> athletics check. What could go wrong? So you you don't like get a good mount, but you grab onto it. That's okay. Mumps. My newest spell that I got when I became level eight was greater invisibility. I'm going to cast it and touch Jushna. Okay. Jushna and everything he is wearing and carrying is now invisible. Uh, that happens. And he's like, all right, I'm ready for the healing magic. And then, <laughs> and then he's not. Child. He disappears. Do you explain to him what you've done? This works. <laughs> I can't move or I get an opportunity attack against me. Two mo- opportunity attacks against me. Uh, Big Spider-Man's going to go. The one that's in the arena. Yeah. The large spider is going to make this strange pattern and cast a spell on you. <coughs> But you feel yourself freeze up for a moment and break free of it. Again, because I swelled my muscles and just supermaned it out of there. It still walks its way towards you, this large creature, and is now 10 feet from you, just kind of waiting. The other spider, who's going to attack Havilar with disadvantage. Havilar, you're kind of on top of it, and it can't really see you very well. One of its limbs kind of comes up and sort of bats its way against you, but it can't actually damage you. That's its whole turn. Mumps, you're standing there and you see one of the spider people in front of him. Its head just explodes as if something just like was thrust through it and uh, it falls to the ground dead. It was the injured one. And then the other one is struck through the side and some blood kind of spurts over Mumps. Oh, gross. Yeah. It's Jushna. Finally, we see what he's all about. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Vailette, you're up. All right, so um, I have that dagger. I'm wondering if I can do shocking grass, but with a poisonous dagger. Sure. And this is the chitin or whatever that I'm fighting. That is 24. So I'll say you actually stab the thing like in its chest. So go ahead and roll some poison damage. Roll 2d6. Okay, four. So you stab him, you poison him, you zap him, (laughs) and he's bloodied, but he's not dead. The guy that you just stunned, he's going to... Run after you, I guess. Rude. <laughs> okay, so he hits you once. Cast spiritual shield. <laughs> All right. Okay. And three, nine. You duck out of the way of one attack. Uh, the second one bats into like one of the stands and his dagger goes flying. And the third attack, these ancestral spirits come and just stop his arm altogether from even reaching your skin. Havilar, look at that. Oh, my goodness. She says while all of this is happening. And the other one just got stabbed, so it's going to flail frantically at its surroundings to try and get the invisible creature. And then it's going to shrug that off and attack you with... So it hits you with one attack. It's two. Five piercing damage. And then uh, that's it for them. There's only two of them left, so it's Havilar. I want to take my great sword and stab it into the spider's head from behind. Dope. All right, make your attack roll. Do you want it reckless? Yeah. Do you want it reckless? All right, do it. <laughs> yeah. You want it reckless? 15 will do it. Oh. You manage to stab down into like its back area. And uh, I get to hit again. Well, that will be a 24. All right, the thing is still alive. There's just black blood kind of drenching your sword, and you pull it out. You're in a good position for Mumps stabbing. Mumps is up. Big Spider hasn't taken anything, has he? Big Spider oh, took, no, he took your the daggers. From the... I have an idea. It's probably not a good one, though, because <laughs> it could hit Jushna. So I'm probably going to pass on that Do we really know idea. him, though? I would like him to live, at least. Yeah, he's been through a lot today. I'm going to attack Chitlin with my rapier. That one is a 26. All right, well, for eight, eight damage. Yeah, so it's not quite enough. Ah. You thrust your rapier at him, but he parries it away with a dagger. Your second one hits him right in the torso, and he's almost dead. So I guess I'm just I'm standing my ground, my tiny little ground. Alrighty. My little halfling ground. So the large spider in front of you approaches and grabs a dagger off of the corpse next to you, slides it under his mandibles. 
Those are, that's the right word, right? Yeah, mandibles. That's, a, that's the right word. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it hits mumps. No! I get, a, I get a shield, right? Oh, right. It did reset. You could use it. Okay, I'll use it. <laughs> All right. So you're just watching as it approaches you, slashes into your chest area. Ten. But these spirits appear and sort of distract it, and it actually barely kind of slashes into your arm. Yeah. You can take two damage. Yeah. Uh, but then you hear the creature say, <laughs> its body starts to glow with this kind of a pale white light, and some of the wounds from the daggers seal up on its body. Oh, man. This puts it at the one that's attacking you. Uh, it's going to try to shake you off of its back, but it actually fails. So I want to say you actually have a tighter grip now than you yeah, did. Yeah, I do. So it's going to walk towards Veilette. Veilette, look out! The spider swings at you, but misses. Mm. You duck underneath. <laughs> but then the uh, floating dagger that's kind of been following around mm-hmm. your head hits you for six damage. Jushna, he finishes off the uh, little guy next to you. You just, you're just you just kind of watching for him as he sort of approaches underneath the uh, large spider and uh, stabs up into its abdomen for oh, a good chunk of damage. I try to lead the crowd in a chant of Jushna, Jushna, Jushna. It works. Uh, a little bit of black blood actually spills onto like his shoulder and neck so you can actually make him out. It's still mm. really hard to spot. And from there, he actually uh, doubles back and starts running off towards the entrance that these guys came into. I'm assuming talking is like a free action. I could probably get a message. If I ask Havilar to relay a message to him in Dragonborn to see if he understands it. Havilar, tell him why he's invisible. Go meet us at the inn. Tell him to hide at the stables behind Durbin. We'll meet him there later. But you said that in common, right? <laughs> I did. Fuck. <laughs> I'm trying out, to, out loud, right? Because he's running away. <laughs> He has an intelligence of six people. Come on. <laughs> That's true. Just tell it to him in Draconic, though. <laughs> that way they won't know. <laughs> he's, he's a dumb, dumb, dummy. And I hear all that and completely ignore him. <laughs> yeah. But the plan is to meet back at the inn. Hoping yeah, we're not that, doing. <laughs> yeah. Hoping that that would happen. But I, if everyone can hear me, which Mumps didn't realize. <laughs> <laughs> it is Veilette's turn. Though. Um. Okay. So I want to do Agonazar's Scorcher. Uh, I just want to like scorch him to bits. Use it on the little one? Yeah, the one I'm running. You do that and these flames fly out in a straight line and and erupt from beneath as they they continue forward. And the thing just... Yay! It's in like two to three smoldering pieces on the ground. Uh, Your back is facing most of the arena. Two guards sort of make their way past you and try and stab at the spider. Oh, I thought you were going to say me. I did too. One of them crits it. Go guard. So seven damage from that crit. The other one actually didn't get a good one on it. So My that's, turn. that's what happens. I stab again. Yay. 21. And this one will be reckless. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You stab it in the back again. You lift it up, <laughs> cry out in fury. And how do you want to finish it off? I want to stab again. And then when I do... The body sticks together for a second, and then the head just falls off. Uh huh. You stab into it, and then just yeah. break to the side enough Wrench that it splits the, the rest mm-hmm. of the body in half, and you kind of fall forward and roll on the ground as the body collapses beneath you. Into the stands. Yeah, you're still in the outer rink, but you have to roll through a big pile of black blood. So when you're standing up, your your white scales are kind of dripping with this black blood. Like you look so badass. <laughs> Mumps, there's a scary spider dude in front of you. What do you do? I would like to cast Thunder Wave. A constitution saving throw. It's going to make a constitution saving throw and fail it miserably. Yay! Plus, I also knock it back 10 feet into the, you guessed it, cloud of daggers. What? Yeah. Strategy. I was hoping it was so much it would not survive a constitution saving throw. I was crossing my fingers. All right. It goes sailing back ah. into a cloud of daggers. So right. I might be able to run around, maybe try and catch up with Jushna. You follow the floating black blood. I say, Jushna, wait up. Hold on. Hang on, buddy. Wait. So I'm still above the thing, and the spider's, like, in the arena. Like, a fireball at it seems legit. Make your attack roll. Great. 14 14. damage. It's going to be close to dying. I'll just stay where I'm at. All right. Havilar, you are up. Mumps, grab my javelins. (laughs) 
And where are I they? Say, I say that, but I'm gonna throw two more at the spider. All right, make your attack. Points. So uh, you hit it in like the side of the head as it's sort of starting to follow lumps, and it turns to you and you hit it right in one of its eyes through the through its face. And it uh, stares at you and continues to walk, and then it collapses and uh, dies. Dead. Yeah. Dead. His blood just starts to drain from its face. How much blood? You must go get my javelins, mumps. <laughs> you need me to pull it out of its face? Well, I'm not very well going to jump down there now. Oh, please don't make me do that. So the guards have actually collected and they're actually pointing spears at you. At me, personally? Yeah. Well, especially you. Yeah. Like, See, what, what is happening here? An Vailet, She's my slave. Uh, and you will not point your spears at her. I'm trying to get you out of the situation. I understand. I, like, put Vailet on my back and jumped. Okay. <laughs> In one swift movement. <laughs> You grab her up, what, like I fireman her. style, or what, what's the... Oh, I'm, You know how Legolas does that reverse horse swing yes, up? Yes, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. Yeah. That's, I yeah, mean, it's a pretty standard I do something move, like yeah. that, except it's reverse, where I'm putting her on my back, and then I jump into the arena. Okay. <gasps> they pursue you. A couple of them, they lower themselves down and, and fall. Oh, I forgot about the staff I have. Now's a good time to release our swarm of locusts. Sure. As they're running away towards the exit, they release a swarm of insects from Vailette's staff. I want them to be, yeah, butterflies, and they just weave right away. And so they're they're swarming behind you, and uh, the guards are kind of like losing their way through the cloud. Vailette, you're the only one who can actually see through the cloud of Great. insects. Where's Mumps? I don't know. I think he's hanging on to your tail in mumps. my mind. Ah! Oh, we're going out that exit that's like on the ground, right? Mm-hmm. Like in the the one with the spiders come out of. We're mm-hmm. going through to leave. Okay. Cool. All right. So you guys head through that tunnel. Inside here, you see there's a couple guards, and they're like halt. I, yeah, I want to just, like, push them really hard. Check. Yeah, you just plow through the two of them. One of them just, like, hits into the wall, and it kind of bounces off, and you guys just keep running. Now you're basically in the streets, which are full of people. Why? Why did we do that? You wanted to go see the show. I wanted to see the show, not be the show. Did you expect me to let another slave dragonborn be no, murdered? No, Maybe instead of arguing, we should get the halfling, the naked elf, and the giant bloody dragonborn out of the street. Good idea. Let's go. Back to that inn, I guess. To the inn, I guess. Okay. When you guys are approaching the inn, you notice... Jushna. It's Jushna. It's... <laughs> you see, he thinks about heading into the inn, but he, like, looks both ways and ducks into an alleyway. Follow him to the alleyway. Why would we follow him? I don't know. We helped him. He could give us some money or something for our efforts. <laughs> I mean, obviously, we shouldn't hinder his freedom, but I do think that, you know, maybe he has information that's really valuable, and we're wasting time. Let's run. <laughs> and we do. Okay. You head toward the alley. Hi, Mr. Jushner. Um, it was a pleasure fighting with you in the arena. I'm Violette, a princess, and this is Havilar and our good friend Mumps, who healed you several times. Hi. He, like, drops to one knee and puts his hand across his heart, and he says, Thank you for saving my life. I owe you everything. No, no, no. I quickly make him get up. <laughs> okay. We are simply looking for a castle that wasn't here before and is here now. I can aid you, perhaps, in your journey to find it. Oh, that that might be nice. You're free now. You won the battle. Right? Isn't that how it works? Or I don't know if they'll, because I didn't actually compete oh. fairly in the laws of the arena. You're free now, Jushna. You stay with us, and you will never go back to slavery. Mm. You know, I'm sorry. Vela's becoming a young woman now. She's about to get married. She's been robbed of her consummation night. Maybe I mean, she's just a little excited. She's a little excited. She's been robbed of that. Oh, that's right. You were supposed to get married. No, he doesn't want to marry you. I d- I know. I left. Yeah, just he left. Ready. He never even showed up. I remember now. Yeah, you're what? saying he yeah. didn't show up. No, because I, I remember that. I met him in the woods, and he he named his name to Malcolm Mister, and he was hiding <gasps> in the sandcastle. What? Mumps. <laughs> oh, Malcolm yeah. Mister. I totally forgot because he was gone, and he didn't say goodbye. Wait, wait, tell me everything. What happened? It's not really the time. I think we should probably get out of here first. All right, so you guys, you're kind of fugitives now, just because of all this weird stuff that's happened. Somebody roll a d100 to find out. Next episode's monster. This one and 56. You guys want to recap how you feel at the end of this episode here? Havilar is feeling heavy with the weight of her past. 
but that last battle was a good one. I think about the battle to make me feel better. Yeah, by contrast, Mumps is feeling pretty great, you know? He killed some bad guys, and he got Jushna out safe. He didn't vomit once. Oh, yeah, that's, that's nice. true. That is nice. That's nice. Growth. Uh, Vela was feeling great about the battle and about the excitement until this news has been dropped that her beloved Avarin, who, to be fair, she's only met like one time, also left the wedding and is masquerading as some creepy man with a sandcastle <laughs> slash dirt castle. I will not Whatever live there. I will not live there. Okay. <laughs> and just as you're thinking over all these things and trying to get an explanation out of Mumps, the mirror in your pack starts to vibrate <gasps> again. Mummy. 